Hello and welcome to Ludvika Info, a podcast made in several languages by Ludvika Commune. You can listen to this podcast in six different languages. Simple Swedish, English, Arabic, Tigrinya, Somali and Persian Dari. My name is Jim Diamondship and I'll take you through today's episode. As a listener, you are welcome to contact us if you have any suggestions on any topic that you want us to address. We'll be happy to get your thoughts about the podcast. Maybe you could come up with suggestions on how to make it even better. All suggestions and opinions are welcome, so do not hesitate to contact us at pod at ludvika.se. That's p-o-d-d at ludvika.se. Whoever you are, wherever you are, welcome. I'd like to take this opportunity to remind you that some of the information regarding COVID-19 may have changed by the time that you listen to this episode. To be absolutely sure that you have the latest information, it's good to go to the Public Health Authority's website, www.fhm.se. You can also use the phone number 08123680000 where you can receive information about COVID-19 in your native language. The latest information about the situation in Dalarna can also be found on Dalarna Region's website and on www.1177.se. Some news from Ludvika and Dalarna. For some time now, some parts of Highway 50 have been in the process of being rebuilt. This is the road that runs through Ludvika and then on towards Grandsburg. Since the road is being redesigned, you will find parts of the road have been shut down and traffic will be diverted. The latest change applies to the section from the Tanker petrol station, opposite ABB, and up to Levigsbejet at Coop. Previously, the speed limit was 60 km per hour, but it's currently only 40 km per hour. You may be wondering which of Ludvika's businesses have opened and which are still closed. This can change quickly depending on how the infection has spread in the county. To be constantly updated on the latest information in the area, it's good to go to Ludvika's Commune's website www.ludvika.se If you're a parent of a child who has a free school pass for trips by bus to school, you must apply from the 15th of March to receive a new one. This also applies if you've received school cards automatically earlier or for children who already have school bus passes. This change has been made among other reasons because many people who have received free bus passes in the past have not used them and it costs an unnecessary amount of money for the commune. To get the card, you can apply via an e-service on the council's website. The login requires you to have an EID. If you do not have an EID, you can get it from your bank. Whether your child is entitled to free school transport is determined by the distance between home and school. The distances that apply are different depending on the age of your child. If your child is in preschool, it's a two kilometres. If your child is in grades one to six, that's three kilometres. And if your child is in grades 7 to 9, it's 4 kilometres. As a parent, you can get more information, 
in good time via Unicum, Ludvika Commune's website and social media. If you already have any questions, you can contact those people responsible for this by email schulschutz at ludvika.se. That is S-K-O-L-S-K-J-U-T-S at ludvika.se. This change does not apply to special schools or secondary schools. I'd like to take this opportunity to inform you that there are more places that have been prepared in Ludvika where you can barbecue outdoors. Meeting and eating outdoors is a good and safer way to socialise, helping to reduce the risk of spreading the coronavirus. The new barbecue areas are located by the ice rink at Skutsplan Sports Ground, at Hergburgskolan, and in Gransberg you can barbecue at the Grangsvallen and at Castles Concert Hall. There are also new barbecue areas at the skating area in Huxbury, in Blödbergiet and at the sports arena in Fredericksburg. After the number of new COVID-19 infections fell several weeks in a row in Dalarna, the cases have now started to increase again. However, this increase is not huge. There's also been a difference in how much infection there is in the different communes in Dalarna. And the new variant of COVID-19 from the UK has now been detected in several communes in Dalarna. So far, about 30 cases of the virus have been found. At the moment, it is not known whether it is widespread. It is also not known if it is in the whole country. The new variant of COVID-19 has been around the UK since September. It is believed that this virus spreads a little easier, but it is not known how the virus differs otherwise. The virus is transmitted in exactly the same way and the recommendations to avoid infection are the same. In March, the Delana region will start tests and checks which detect cancer of the colon and rectum. At first, these tests are to be offered to people in the county who will turn 60 this year. But in the future, checks will be offered to everyone between 60 and 74 years. With these checks and tests, the disease can be found earlier, before people have symptoms or seek treatment. If this type of cancer is detected early, there is a very good chance of successful treatment. Now some news from Sweden and around the world. One of the newer rules for COVID-19 is that anyone who does not live in Sweden must present a negative COVID test in order to enter the country. This applies to all adult foreign nationals over the age of 18 who do not live or have a residence permit for Sweden. The test must not be more than 48 hours old. Anyone who wants to travel here must have taken a test before they travel. There are some exceptions to the rule, for example, for people who work in Sweden who have to visit their family. These rules are currently in force until March the 31st. We'd now like to remind you of some of the rules that apply when you become ill and apply for money from the Social Insurance Fund. This is called sickness benefit. The rules have been changed several times during the pandemic. But currently, what applies is that you only need a medical certificate in the case of illness after day 22. Previously, 
it has been on the 15th day. The rules have been changed to make it easier for the healthcare system, which is still, obviously, very busy dealing with corona. Facebook has also made changes due to the pandemic. These have changed their rules regarding dissemination of information about COVID-19. They've made their rules tougher so that it is not as easy to spread information that is not true. For example, you may have read on Facebook that vaccines cause certain diseases and that COVID-19 was created by humans. There's been no research or facts that show this to be true. Therefore, it's false information. Groups and accounts that repeatedly spread false information of this type risk being deleted from Facebook. Since many people do not use the internet, particularly older people, they've missed much of the information that's come out regarding the vaccine. Therefore, Sweden's communes and regions have promised to make it easier for the elderly. Therefore, regular letters with information about the vaccination are to be sent out and it will also be possible to make an appointment for vaccination by phone. In the past, it's not been possible to book an appointment without having a mobile phone and a bank ID. Currently, the vaccination process has been delayed. It's taken time for the vaccine to reach those who are going to get it. When the vaccine arrives in Sweden, it's repackaged and divided. It's then sent to Sweden's 21 healthcare regions. Then, the regions unpack the vaccine and divide it again. They then pass on the vaccine to the clinics where healthcare staff are to vaccinate people. There's also been delays due to the fact that some of the companies making the vaccine have not been able to make enough vaccines. And there have been other reasons why they have not been sent what they promised to various EU countries. A storm in Germany has also delayed a lot of vaccines that were to be sent to Sweden. Online child sexual abuse has increased worldwide during the pandemic, but not so much in Sweden. In Sweden, online child abuse has been on the rise every year, but it has not increased more than usual during the pandemic. This could be because in Sweden, schools have been open more than they have in other countries, so children have been able to continue their leisure activities and have not been sat in front of the computer as much as children in countries that have been completely closed. We end this week's reporting on corona by telling you about a happy news story. This is that a person who is 116 years old has survived the virus. It's a French lady who is also the oldest person in Europe. She became infected but felt okay and did not notice that she had had the disease until after a test was done. The government wants to make it easier for young refugees to stay in Sweden. They want to change a law that applies specifically to young refugees. The law gives young refugees the right to stay in Sweden if they study at high school and then get a job. They must get a job no later than six months after their studies. In order to change the law, the government needs the support of, among others, the Centre Party. But last December, the Centre Party rejected the changes. The government is now hoping that the Centre Party will change its mind. The government has produced a proposal for changes. The changes include giving young refugees a year to find a job. The Centre Party is now discussing again 
and they are stating that they do not want to change the law. People who come to Sweden and seek protection must apply for asylum. The Swedish Migration Agency decides whether a person is granted asylum or not. If the Swedish Migration Agency rejects this, it's possible to make a complaint to court. The Migration Court then re-examines the issue of asylum. The court should do so within about five months. That is the decision of the government. However, it's taken a lot longer. It takes approximately 21 months. And experts are saying that that is not a good thing. They believe that people who have to wait too long for answers can suffer. So now experts are investigating why it takes so long for the courts to start working on asylum issues. In the country of Syria, there are prison camps. The prisoners in these camps are those that are suspected of having helped the ISIS terrorists. Many of these prisoners are women and children. The vast majority of these come from countries other than Syria, and some are from Sweden. Now the United Nations, or the UN, want countries to take their prisoners home from Syria, and those countries should have their own trials against the prisoners. However, Sweden disagrees with this. Sweden thinks that there could be trials against the prisoners in Syria, and Sweden does not want to help the adults, but they do want to help the children get home. The Swedish government has decided that gender equality is an important issue. Women and men should have equal rights and opportunities in all aspects of life. People have fought for a long time for women and men to have equal rights and opportunities in Sweden. And things have improved. But surveys show that there is still inequality in some aspects of society. Women often work less than men. Women take care of children more often than men. Women often have a lower pension than men, and men are more often managers than women. There are also fewer women in politics than men, and there won't currently seem to be many more of them. Experts also say that many young people today are often uninterested in gender equality, and that worries them. So what about gender equality? Young people, in particular, seem to be uninterested in it. This is according to a study by the Equality Authority. In order to make society more equal, the experts believe that politicians must continue to arrange laws that increase equality and provide money to work for gender equality issues. In previous episodes, we talked about how fraudsters tried to call and cheat people out of money by pretending to offer vaccines. It's now become even more common that such crimes where criminals are calling people and trying to cheat them out of money. Last year, people in Sweden were scammed out of almost 160 million Swedish kroner. Most of those who were deceived were older people, but now more and more younger people have also been conned. The fraudsters usually call, tend there from a company or maybe even the police, and they often want you to start your bank ID process. They may also ask for codes, for example from debit cards or something similar. The police have been warning about this for a long time. You should never start your bank ID process if someone calls and asks you to. You should also not provide any codes or other information to anyone who phones you. And you should not provide any of this information if someone comes to your door. Electricity has become more expensive 
now that it's been cold in Sweden. When it's cold, we all tend to use a lot more electricity. And when people use a lot more electricity, it's difficult to supply it. Therefore, prices are risen. Price of electricity changes several times during the day. It's most expensive in the morning and evening when many people use a lot of electricity. Anyone who wants to save money should consider some changes, like not using the dishwasher, washing machine or tumble dryers when the electricity is at its most expensive. You should also consider not showering for so long either. This saves you hot water and therefore electricity. Speaking of the cold, there's been ice on many seas, lakes and ponds in the country. Because of this, a lot of people are on the ice. They may be skating, driving cars or walking. But it is important to remember to be especially careful on the ice. This is particularly true if there is snow on top of the ice. Because the ice may be thinner and weaker than you think. When there is snow on the ice, it freezes slower and it's difficult to see how thick it is. This means the ice may not be as thick as you think and the risk is greater that the ice is weak and breaks. If you are at all unsure how thick the ice and how strong it is, then you should stay on land. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the profession of truck driver or lorry driver, a profession that is believed will have a lot of job openings in the near future. A truck driver or a lorry driver works with transporting goods. It can be anything from furniture, food, fuel, or even live animals. The most common training to become a truck driver is the education available at upper secondary school and is called the Vehicle and Transport Programme. In this, you can choose to focus on transport in order to be best prepared as a truck driver. Sometimes the employment agency, Arbets Familian, also has training available for truck drivers. If you're going to take an education through the employment service or via Convooks, you must first obtain a regular B driving license. In other words, a driving license for a regular car. It's also best to know that you will likely to work very independently if you choose to become a truck driver. Therefore, you'll need to be good at planning your tasks. The job is also a service profession because you often meet customers when loading and unloading your goods. It takes a lot of personal responsibility and you must keep track of rules for both safety and the environment. Being able to drive a truck with a trailer may be a requirement to get some jobs. The average salary is approximately 28,300 Swedish kroner before tax. If you have a license from another country, you can apply to have it validated to be used in Sweden. Ask us, do you have anything you wonder about regarding Ludvika, Sweden, Swedish society or even the Swedish language? Do you have something you want to ask a politician in Ludvika about? Write to us on pod at ludvika.se Swedish Studies and research have shown that hey is the most common word in Swedish for greeting someone, or a so-called greeting phrase. Other common words used in the Swedish language are chenna, or a double hello, a hey hey. Instead, some choose to say hello, or hey san. Kuta used to be a common greeting, but over time it has become less used and less common, and has often been seen as being a bit rigid 
and old-fashioned. A little of the history of Ludvika. In Ludvika Commune, there are many mines that are no longer used, but which in the past were important to our area. A mine is a place that is usually underground, where material is retrieved from the ground. One of the most famous and largest mines in the Ludvika area is Gransbury's mine. In the mid-1960s, 1,600 people worked in the mine. The metal obtained from the ground was iron ore, and from that iron and steel were made. The mine was completely shut down in 1989. Gransbury has been greatly affected by the closure of the mine. Many people have moved away, and the population has become smaller. Due to the mines, the city centre and the railway had to be moved to new areas, because there were cracks in the ground. There are still some buildings left of what people called Old Gransbury, but it is not recommended to visit these areas, as it can be dangerous with all the holes and cracks. Tip of the week. If you want to find something fun to do with your children, on Fridays you can take a trip to our neighbouring commune of Smedgybacken, where the common, together with voluntary associations, offers something called Winterkühl, or Winter Fun. This happens every Friday evening between 6 and 9 o'clock. Your children can try skiing, ice skating and other outdoor sports activities while there. Vintercool is primarily aimed at children and young people in grades 3 to 9. Younger children are welcome with adult company. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the VK Info and don't forget to let us know if there's anything you want to tell us about. Maybe you have someone you think should be on our show. Write to us at pod at ludvika.se. Take care of each other. Remember to follow the rules that exist regarding corona. My name is Jim Diamondship. Across from me is our talented sound engineer, Matty. Talk to you soon. Goodbye.
Você 